0: Hi, and welcome to this week's LGBT wellness podcast. Each week, LGBT HealthLink, a program of CenterLink, brings you a roundup of some of the biggest LGBTQ wellness stories from the past week. Get ready to listen and learn lots. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the LGBT wellness roundup. As always, if any of the stories are of interest to you and you'd like to read them for yourselves, you can find the links at blog.lgbthealthlink.org. Now let's jump in with our first story of the week, Tumbling Out of the Closet. A new study led by Oliver Hampson examined Tumblr posts from transgender folks where they discussed the coming out process. They found that medical professionals were often the first people to whom transgender individuals came out, underscoring the importance of having affirmative and knowledgeable providers. Next transgender folks often disclose their transgender identity to close family members and friends. That was followed by extended family, and one of the last steps that people took was often uh public sharing by for example Facebook posts or that kind of thing. So it just goes to show that there's there's not um a a one-time coming out uh, moment for transgender folks, that it really is a process um, and that there's lots of places along the way where they need support from different groups of people, whether those are um, healthcare professionals or family members and friends. And, you know, often that that public stage is, is the last step and one where folks are going to need, um, you know, a lot of support um, along the way, both from the people who they're seeking help from and, you know, f- If they have a bad experience coming out to a family member or a friend, where there's somewhere where they can go to get, you know, support um, to build up resilience for those kinds of tough experiences. Next up, supporting LGBT immigrants. Movement Advancement Project reported on the issues facing LGBT immigrants during the COVID-19 pandemic. One group that they look at are those who have DACA status, that's Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals. LGBT folks make up about 14% of the population of young adults who have that status, which allows them to um, to work and access um, certain benefits. And those individuals face a growing threat to their legal status as uh, the the whole program has been um, challenged and is making its way through the courts. There is also, of course, a lot of LGBT folks who um, don't have any kind of legal status, and that's always a difficult situation, and it's being made even, even more difficult now during this time. They also point out that a lot of these folks are working in jobs that are critical to containing um, the pandemic, which makes this particularly concerning. Next up, trans care in rural areas lags. Researchers led by Talia Stewart found that transgender and gender diverse folks in rural areas, even those who have um, relatively high rates of insurance and access to healthcare, largely avoided gynecological services, with only 18% of trans women having had a pelvic exam within the last year, and trans men, for example, lagging far behind other trans folks in terms of HPV vaccination. Trans individuals were also less likely to have received pap smears or to have access contraception compared to their cisgender peers. In our next story, Pandemic Strains LGBT Families. BuzzFeed reported on the challenges facing families with LGBT members during the pandemic, including unaffirming parents driving LGBTQ youth out of their homes and sometimes onto the streets, but also LGBT parents facing unexpected bias from non-LGBT children as the stress of staying home causes them to lash out. Intimate partner violence is also a major concern for those stuck at home with abusive partners, and these are all things that we really don't have a lot of data on, so it's, it's great to see reporting like this that gives us a little bit of insight into the real challenges that people are facing. Next up, minority stress during COVID-19. Harvard Medical School published a look at how the concept of minority stress in which members of a marginalized community are impacted by stigma, is applying to LGBT people, particularly those of color, during the COVID-19 pandemic. Economic strain, difficulty and fear in accessing health care, and the lack of connection to an affirming community may be adding to this stress. But luckily, there are also resources to help. They lay out a lot in the article, which you can find, again, if you go to blog.lgbthealthlink.org. And of course, one place where we always recommend folks turn to are the LGBT community centers in your local area. And you can find those at always at lgbtcenters.org. And finally for this week, learning from home. The National LGBT Health Education Center announced a series of webinars on LGBT health that you can take from the comfort of your own home. I know some of you are busier than ever right now, whereas others may have more time on your hands or just more flexibility in your schedule to do something like a webinar, and they have some great topics coming up that include how social determinants of health impact LGBT individuals, there's an in-depth look at PrEP, the HIV prevention treatment, and there's even a two-part series in Spanish on how to achieve LGBT health equity. Y sabemos que no hay muchas opciones para aprender de este tema en español aquí en los Estados Unidos, entonces esta oportunidad es muy buena para aprovechar ya. Thanks so much for tuning in to our first bilingual edition of the LGBT Wellness Roundup. If you'd like to follow up on any of the stories that I have discussed this week, you can find those links at blog.lgbthealthlink.org. Thanks for listening, and I hope that you will tune in again next week.